0: Hello friends, Sagan here, welcome back to the -the behind-the-scenes audio tour of my journey with writing and publishing books. In fact welcome to indie author weekly that's right we now have a real name for this podcast so very exciting and more big news this is no longer solely a secret podcast one of my best friends convinced me that i should make my secret podcast accessible to everyone and turn it into a regular real podcast prior to this it was only available to my email subscribers So, if you are brand new here and tuning in in from a regular podcast platform, then welcome to the show! And if you have been a listener all along while Indie Author Weekly was a secret podcast, then I am so happy to have you here with me. It's yet another aspect of my indie author adventure that you get to join me on. I have now been a solopreneur for quite a few years, so it's always really nice when we can share and learn from one another and take these journeys together. Now, for today's episode, I want to talk about writer's block, specifically how to get past it and keep writing. When I talk about writer's block, I'm saying it in quotation marks. I know that there are many writers out there who say that they do not experience writer's block and that it doesn't exist at all, and there are just as many writers out there who are convinced it's a real thing and that they've struggled with it many times. Far be it from me to tell you that writer's block does or does not exist. Only you know whether or not it is something that you struggle with as a writer. But I do think that from time to time, it's not at all unusual to struggle with the creative process and to experience some mental and creative blocks in our writing, regardless of how you want to label it. In past episodes, I've talked a little bit about confidence and discipline when it comes to writing. I am a firm believer that writer's block or creative blocks are tied into our confidence as authors and the strategies that we use to stay disciplined. Here are some of my experiences and the solutions to them. I want to note here that much of this is what I've picked up on from my work as a freelancer over the past decade. The only real difference is that as an indie author, you typically have to get past creative blocks and keep going based on the deadlines that you have set for yourself, whereas when you are a freelancer, you have to get past creative blocks and continue writing based on deadlines that you have agreed to with your clients. But at the end of the day, creative blocks can happen to all kinds of solopreneurs authors and freelancers alike. Okay, now let's get specific with regards to creative blocks for authors and dealing with those. It's often around the two-thirds or three-quarters mark of a story that I personally get a little bogged down. This happens almost every single time I'm writing a book. It doesn't seem to really matter how long the book is, although most of mine are novellas rather than full-length novels. It seems to consistently be a little over the halfway point when some creative blocks wiggle their way in. That's the point in the story when I start to lose a little steam, when I start second guessing myself and getting nervous about what readers might think of my book, and when I start questioning whether I have any writing or storytelling ability at all. Frankly, none of that is fun, but we can overcome these creative blocks and insecurities. There are a few techniques that I have found to help me get past this slump. The first is to review my past work. Often, I will reread previous chapters that I've already written for the book, and I'll find something I had mentioned at that previous chapter that I now want to connect back to again later in the story. I take this opportunity of the writing slump to build on that slump, so it can be a useful way to find new subplots for characters, or scene ideas, or conversations that link the story together, which makes for a stronger plot and better character development. Another aspect of reviewing my past work is to read the previous books I've already published in the series. This is super helpful for remembering small details or getting to know my characters a little better once again. I've now published four books in my nine-book series, Polyamorous Passions, and that's a lot of different stories and characters to build on. There are always more ideas and inspiration that can come from rereading previous books in the series. Plus, since each trilogy within that nine-book series follows a different main character, Emma, Helen, and Scarlet, And since all of their stories and lives are interlocking, it's crucial to not have inconsistencies from one book to the next. For example, there is a subplot that I absolutely love in Helen's story, uh, which includes books four to six in Polyamorous Passions, and that subplot is about her work life. So, as I was rereading Book 4 in preparation to write Book 5, I realized that I wanted to dig in a lot deeper into her career development and leadership skills. She's an ambitious, driven character, and we are going to see a lot more about her workplace in Book 6 especially as a result of that. The second technique that I use for getting past creative blocks is to review my plans for future stories. In this case, I'm looking ahead to see what do I have planned for upcoming books or future chapters? Is there something I can do in this book to set the stage for that particular future scene? In fact, I did this in the very first book in the series by mentioning Scarlett's unrequited crush. Spoiler alert, he is going to make an appearance during her story in books 7 to 9. It was a lot of fun to set the stage for her story right at the beginning of writing this series, and that is also one of the benefits of planning out the entire series before I even wrote the first chapter of book one. The third technique I use for getting past creative blocks is to stop writing and instead start thinking about the story. I spend some time daydreaming about my characters and the plot. Doing this away from the computer and just letting my creative brain do its thing without the pressure of actively writing anything down can be exactly what I need and enough to get past that stuck phase. My favorite time to do this is when I'm out walking by myself, but you do whatever works for you. The fourth technique I use for getting past creative blocks builds on that concept uh, in that changing the environment I'm working on in can make all the difference. There's a local coffee shop that is my go-to place to write whenever I get stuck. It's incredible how getting out of my home office and working somewhere new can spark those creative juices. I usually work alone, but I've also found it fantastic to go to that coffee shop with a friend of mine who's also a writer. Sometimes that extra little accountability of, have, of having someone sit across from you can be helpful for getting more writing done and getting past that sort of block. The fifth technique that I use for getting past creative blocks is to work on other projects. Sometimes a book needs to be set aside for a few days, or even a few weeks, or even just a few hours. The biggest reason why I personally might need to do this is because my brain space gets too cluttered with other projects that I need to work on. Because my business has the three pillars of 1 doing freelance work for clients, 2 teaching other freelancers how to work more productively, and of course 3 writing and publishing my books, that's a lot of different things that I need to juggle. If I have an unfinished project outside of a book that I'm writing, it can distract me from being able to really focus on my book. In that case, I will tackle those other projects and get them out of the way to free up my mental capacity for getting laser-focused on my book again. This concept of decluttering your brain space applies to the physical space you work in, too. I live in an open concept condo and I work from home, which means that at any given time I can see basically my entire home from my office. So if the kitchen is a mess or if the bed isn't made, that can be really distracting. Tidying up the environment we work in can calm the mind, which allows the creativity to flow more easily. One more thing that I find extremely helpful for getting over a creative block isn't something that I can control, but it's when someone tells me that they loved one of my previous books or when they post a positive review of my books online. This gives me the confidence boost that I need to know that my work is valid and that readers are getting something from it and that I can and should keep going. So to recap, five ways you can deal with creative blocks or writer's block include number one, review your past work for new ideas. Number two, review your plans for future stories. Number three, stop writing and instead have fun by daydreaming about your story and thinking about it without that pressure of forcing yourself to sit at a computer. Number four, change the environment you work in. And number five, set aside your book and work on other projects. And your bonus tip is basically to have a cheerleader who will support you in your work, or an alternative sort of version of that is to create a folder with positive comments and reviews people have given you so that you can refer to them when you need a boost and reassurance. At the end of the day, when you remove the pressure and instead focus more on your own enjoyment of writing the story, that can sometimes make all the difference for dealing with those creative blocks. Now, I would love to hear your thoughts on this. Have you experienced creative blocks? Which of these techniques will you try? Or is there something else you do to get past the slump and keep on writing? Feel free to connect with me at Sagan Lives on Twitter and Instagram to chat about it. As with all of the episodes here on Indie Author Weekly, you can access episode transcripts, sample chapters of my books, and a few other bonuses and goodies at saganmoro.com slash audio, so please feel free to jump over there to check it out. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Indie Author Weekly podcast, and I will see you in the next episode.